Welcome to the Burst Leadership Podcast, short conversations designed to help you grow into a healthier leader, one who knows God, loves others, and embraces life. Sometimes it'll be like chatting together over a cup of coffee, and sometimes we'll take a deeper dive. Let's get started. Welcome to the Burst Leadership Podcast. I'm Brent Hoover, and today I'm very excited to share two important truths that will help you in your design of any ministry in which you want to build people. Principle number 16 says, People grow in different ways, and their callings are different. Therefore, we have to use a variety of learning experiences to help emerging leaders in their transformation. And their learning goals should reflect their unique callings. That's the principle. How do we understand it and apply it? Here we see that the holistic approach to working with people honors the fact that God made us as unique individuals. God could have made people to be the same. In that case, a one-size-fits-all approach would work. But God chose to create very different individuals. Just look at how different people are physically in their height, eye color, strengths, and abilities. He even gave a unique fingerprint for every person ever born in the history of humanity. Now that is a window into the creativity of God. And just as we are different physically, so we are unique in our personalities, giftings, passions, ways of being loved and encouraged. But what is relevant for us here in the theme of leadership is two things. First, that we each grow in unique ways. And second, that we have unique callings. So why would we try to put every emerging leader through the same style of learning assignments as if all of them were the same? If the majority of learning assignments are instructional and focused on intellectual reflection, that will especially grow a small amount of people in a deeper way. But the majority of those in a training program for leaders may be much more relationally sensitive, and another group may be strong experiential learners. So this principle reminds designers to be intentional about variety. Look at your design closely. Make sure you have a lot of different ways to build people included in your design. Let's get out of the assignments that have us read and reflect only or listen and reflect only. Yes, learners must learn to listen to teaching and reflect, that's good. But let's also include other types of approaches to teach a truth. Some people will grow in huge ways. For example, if they learn from someone's humility that is right in front of their eyes, that's the relational principle. Then imagine adding to that a great teaching on our Lord's humility. That would be very impactful. The second application is that learning goals should reflect unique callings. Let me ask some questions to make this point very clear. Would the learning goals be the same for the following types of Christian leaders in training? A worship leader, 
a youth ministry leader, a sports ministry leader, a Bible teacher. Some goals in the area of character development might be similar, but their unique callings should lead to some unique design in their training process. So it's really kind of crazy to lump all of these Christians with various callings together into one box called leader training, where the goals are not specified to the individual at all. For example, those wanting to be trained as local church pastors might need a year or more of Bible exposition and sermon preparation. But if someone has the calling to be a Christian counselor, a youth ministry leader, or sports ministry leader, or even a hip-hop ministry leader, the design should be different. Of course, they need foundational understandings of Scripture, but it would be different than a design for a pastor who preaches. To help us understand this, the reverse is also true. Imagine forcing pastors in training to take two years of counseling training for wounded people. A few pastors would thrive in that program, but many of them would be terrible at counseling, no matter how you trained them, because that's not their calling or gifting. I think you get the picture. Let's use variety, because God and His people are all unique. In a similar way, we see this in the next principle. That is number 17. Both team and individual learning contexts must be provided. This principle is about integration and discipline. In real life, the independent leader may be great alone, but can he or she work in a team? That's the golden question. Some people love teams, but they struggle to do things as an individual. So when you design leader-building programs have both challenging team and individual assignments. Why? Because they will learn more. Their character and their initiative will be challenged. Many leadership programs have defaulted to a solo, individual learning approach. It's just you and your learning and your grades, if there's an exam. Of course, God has individual assignments for his servants, and we see this in the Bible. But do you ever see an individual who was built outside of community? So why design a leader training based on individual learning? So in small groups, provide real situations that the emerging leaders have to face and then come up with solutions for. Perhaps have a list of individual learning projects already designed that people can go do on top of their group learning. You will see who is motivated when they get to choose some specialty area of learning. Motivation will shoot through the roof. One potential danger of an individually based program design is this. Sometimes individual learners can hide in their shell and think they are growing, but they are only growing in knowledge. But maybe they are also growing in their pride, in your leadership program. 
So, let's keep it real. Have lots of variety. Have a great day with lots of variety and go with God. This has been the Burst Leadership Podcast. For more resources on healthy leadership, check out our website, leadersource.org.